0: Welcome to the Divorce Central Podcast and thank you for joining us. Get ready to uncover the strategies everyone can implement for successful separation and divorce. This will save you valuable time, money and emotions, while learning the secrets to your happy after. And now your host, my wife, Tanya Summerton. Hi there, and welcome to the Divorce Angel Podcast. For those of you that haven't listened before, my name's Tanya Somerton, and I'm the Divorce Angel. Now, the reason I started my business is because my I myself went through a divorce nearly nine, nine years ago, and the experience was so awful. It was really, really awful. And I sat there and thought about it from a common sense perspective and wondered why it was that... Everything seemed so hard. Everything at that particular time in my life, to be honest, was completely hard. And I look back now and think it was a time to really rewrite what I was put on this earth to do. It was my chance to look at everything that had happened in my previous chapter and really take a deep dive into what I did well, what I didn't do very well at all and what came really naturally to me even when i was in my corporate role even when when my kids were little at school people would tell me things that they probably shouldn't be shouldn't have been telling me and i remember when i was in my corporate role like the ceo and exec members would tell me personal things that at the time i suppose were a little bit shocking but they felt that they could confide in me and i suppose i was trustworthy enough for them to tell me things that really meant a lot to them not only about their life their jobs you know what was happening in their relationships so i felt very privileged to always be able to lend a an ear to those people and help them when I suppose they thought that no one else could really help when I look back over my life it's something that's happened since I was a little girl like I was always told things that probably I shouldn't have been and now fast forward to where I am today and it's my job. You know, people are telling me their deepest secrets and things that mean so much to them and their greatest struggles. Gee whiz, some of my clients especially are dealing with things that, you know, their life, it's turning their life upside down. And it it really does break my heart to see people so deep in issues. And when I look at it, I can see how it could be simplified, but that's that's the gift I suppose I bring to my clients is that when we're talking about certain s- situations, I can get rid of the stories and I can get rid of all of the the fluff and the history and what's gone on around a certain incident to bring it back to let's say the basic truth or the facts of the situation. And that brings me to what I wanted to talk to you about today. It's all around focusing too much on the small details. And if you know anything about the 80-20 rule, I see this so often. We can get to the end of a negotiation over a couple, whether it be financial or whether it be about the children, but there's always 20% in most cases of things that just seem to be really hard to get finalized. And I've, I've wondered about this and I've gone back through certain clients and done some pros and cons and looked at why this is happening to try and really figure out what it is that we can do to help our clients get past that 20% that just seems to be the biggest hurdle. Now, why is that 20% the biggest hurdle? When I went back and looked at some of the issues that were causing the 20%, to be honest, I had to deep dive back into my own history and have a look at what I went through when I was getting divorced. And I'm no different to anyone else, let me tell you. So right there was a light bulb moment for me. Okay, I can now see that there's you know there's this thing that's happening over and over again. And how do we help our clients get through this hurdle? Let me just give you an idea of what I'm talking about. Just recently in some clients that we've been working with, The big stuff has been sorted out. So I'm talking sale of houses, um, valuations of businesses, all of those big things. They've been sorted out. And the interesting thing is, though, the little things, the little things just cannot get an agreement across the line. For instance, one couple recently, it was over photo albums. No, I'm not signing those orders until I get handed over the photo albums. Now, let's be honest. In this day and age, do we still really use photo albums? There's, there's so many ways we can get around this issue. We can scan the photos. We can email them to a Dropbox. We can have them in a cloud. The couple could share them even if it was cloud-based. They could both have their own access in to see the photos. But I realized that the issue wasn't the photos. There was such a bigger, bigger driver behind the photos. And it was that it represented it represented to this couple the children and the life that they'd led. And the husband was saying to the wife, no, I'm not signing any of this, even though he was the instigator of a lot of the negotiation. When it comes to signing the documents, he wasn't prepared to until she handed over the photo albums of their children. Now, their children were adults. I'm talking late 20s and into their 30s. So it wasn't like we're talking about little children. These girls had their own lives. It was like the last thing that the husband could fight over and he didn't want to sign the orders. And I thought to myself, is it really about the photo album or is it just that he can't let go and this is the last thing tick on the box and he he just has to keep this going for longer than necessary? And then another client, you know, their biggest issue was fly points and Qantas frequent flyer points. So they'd organized and sorted out everything else but simply had not agreed on who was getting the flyby points and the Qantas frequent flyer points. Now, in this couple's relationship, what was important to them was they always had a lot of holidays and family holidays. And then once again, going back through the history and looking at what was going on for them, holidays represented really happy memories for them. Holidays and using these these frequent flyer points That was how they paid for their family holidays and whatever. So it represented something within the relationship. And for me, my own personal story was when I was divorcing my ex-husband, and I'm sitting here right now, can't, can't even believe that this is what I'm about to say, but we were fighting over sports memorabilia and I had, Um, Bought my husband for his fortieth birthday a don a genuine Don Bradman bat. Now at the time it was quite a few thousand dollars. Now am I interested in cricket? Not really. My ex husband loved it like you would not believe. It meant so much to him. And yet we had everything sorted out except for the sports memorabilia. Even to today, on my consent orders, it says that I own that Don Bradman bat and some other sporting memorabilia. Did I ever take it from him? No, he still has it in his house. Do I really care? Not one bit. But at the moment, at that moment when we were going through the negotiations and signing the contracts, that Don Bradman bat, I knew it would hurt him if I kept it, so I did everything I possibly could to make sure I got it appalling when I look back now. What I'm trying to say is what we do is when we're in this negotiation um, stage, we try and pick something or the the biggest struggle to get a signed agreement or get something across the line is what represents the most to us in our relationship. So in the first couple, their children were very, very important to them. And unfortunately for the husband, his girls have, have sort of alienated him a bit since the family sort of broke up so he sees that the photo albums are what represents for him the children's history and and good times and whatever the second couple it was all around you know holidays and family holidays and using the work credit card to get um, Qantas frequent flyer points that took them away and represented happy memories for me my boys and my ex-husband spent such a lot of time at cricket like we were ev- we were forever at the cricket club or the tennis club or or you know the football because that's where we had a lot of our happy memories and i knew if i got or if i owned those things then hopefully i would hurt him well when i'm looking back now i think that's what it was all about I suppose getting stuck in in the little things or getting stuck in the weeds is what seems to take so long to get everything done and dusted. So I was, you know, I was there. I've been there. I know what it's like. The details that come along with splitting finances and everything relating to a divorce, like many couples just get caught up in the small things. Does it really matter? Looking back now, does it matter? No, my husband still has the cricket bat. He kept it. Did I win on the day? I suppose so, but I don't have it in my possession. And, you know, he could sell it tomorrow if he really wanted to because he's You know, he got it in his house. And would I want it in my house? No, not, not really. I fought over something that at the time I thought was going to get me a win. I thought it was going to hurt him by having it. And I've noticed the same things with some of my other clients. So when it comes to arguing over the little things, all it does is it increases the stress of the situation. And it just creates larger, larger legal bills. And it prolongs the outcome. So learning from what I went through and learning from what I'm seeing from my other clients, How do you prevent this from happening to you? I would get you to look over what in your relationship or your marriage represents the greatest thing. Because when I'm sitting down, I'm talking to clients and and we're trying to work out a strategy, I will often say, now what will your partner's primary driver be? What is the most important thing to them? Because we know if we can accommodate and make them happy, we can get it over and done with quite quickly and amicably. And isn't that what everyone wants? Like at the time, depending on how the relationship's broken up, at the time you might want to hurt them or you might want to just somehow retaliate or let them know how unhappy and hurt you feel. And to do that, you take what you think represents their greatest achievement, or greatest happiness, or pain point—that's what you use against them. And does it does it make it any better? Does it get you where you want to get to? No. So I suppose look at me. I, you know, we pro- we continued our argument for probably well, we had two lawyers in a mediation. It was, probably went for three hours debating over this sports and this Don Bradman bat. And in the end, my ex-husband just gave up and I got it. Yay, yay! so I won. You, Ripper, I won, but what do I get for it? Nothing. He's still got it in his house and it means nothing to me and I never really wanted it. And it's painful for me to say this to you, but I'm telling you this because I'm teaching you the lessons from what I learned. It got me nowhere. And all it did, it prolonged the legal bills and... It didn't make me any happier. I'm no happier whatsoever because that's what I've got on my written consent orders. It means nothing. Learn from what happened to me and what I can see with my clients. If there's a struggle going on about something that is little in the scheme of the whole relationship, ask yourself, is it really worth the fight? Is it really worth spending the money And why are you so attached to that one particular item? What does it mean to you and what does it represent? And do you really need it in your life? So with this client with the frequent flyer points, no, she she certainly, she's starting a new business. She'll be able to get those frequent flyer points back very, very quickly. The client with the photo albums, as I said, we could scan them all and pop them up to a cl- into a cloud. We could give them to him on a, um, on a memory stick. We could even hand over the photo albums and just keep the scan photos ourselves because, like, let's be honest, like photos just in a photo album, unless you're into some sort of scrapbooking, just seem to deteriorate anyway. There's an answer and an outcome behind each of these issues and I don't want you to waste your time fighting over something that in the scheme of things is really, really tiny. Have a look, see what it is in your life, what it is in your relationship. You can use this not only to help you move on because you don't need the stress You don't need to be spending money over something like this. And to be honest, I think the lawyers actually love the argument about these tiny things because the truth is the 80-20 rule, they get 80% of their income over 20% of the argument. So don't let that happen to you. Be different. Look and learn from what I am seeing in the majority of my clients and don't be that person. it for this podcast. I am so happy to serve you and to provide you as much information as I possibly can. I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now.